Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Monday, July 19th. Thank you for uh, taking time to join wherever you are, uh, whenever you are listening to this. I wish you God's grace and God's love, God's joy filling you this Monday. Okay, first things first, let's, uh, let's deal with the Friday kerfuffle. So here's the story. First of all, I am technologically illiterate. And so what I did, okay, first of all, the podcast is not an hour long on on Friday. If you avoided it because of that, trust me, it's not. It's 17 minutes. So I recorded it Friday. It was 17 minutes and, you know, whatever, nine seconds, let's say. And uh, I uploaded it. And it only uploaded at 16 minutes and, you know, 47 seconds, let's say. And I'm like, well, that's not right because it was supposed to be 17 minutes. And so I started listening to it and it looked, it, it, it skipped some at the beginning. And I thought, oh, that's, that's weird. So I deleted it. And then I uploaded it again. But this time it uploaded at like 30-some minutes. I'm like, well, that's weird. So I deleted it again. Well, you can see where this is going. Ultimately, I deleted it three times, uploaded four. It just multiplied and kept adding on. So if you listen to Friday's podcast, it's really four podcasts. I mean, it was so good. I thought you might like to hear it four times. That's, that's really where it's going. So ultimately, God love you. It, uh, it just showed my technological prowess on these things, and we're hoping we don't run into any more of those. Today, we're going to continue through Matthew's 12th chapter of the gospel. Uh, We skip around a little bit, which is interesting. Not sure why uh, we're doing that, but I'll give a little background after I read the gospel today. So, short one, Matthew chapter 12, verses 38 to 42. So, let's dive into the gospel uh, hear what God has for us and through Matthew, and then let's uh, set the, the tone and the scene of what's going on, okay? So let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. He said to them in reply, An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And, and there is something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment, the queen of the south will arise with this generation and condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So let's set the scene here as to to what's going on. So Jesus is talking with the scribes and the Pharisees. If you go back uh, and read, you know, just a handful of verses earlier, what you're going to see is that Jesus, somebody brought a demoniac 
to Jesus, and Jesus healed the, the demoniac. And the Pharisees and the scribes, uh, you know, the people were saying, this is amazing. We've never seen anything like it. Uh, who is this man uh, that has this authority? And they were trying to come to their own conclusions, asking questions like, is he the Messiah? Is he a prophet? You know, he's certainly a holy man. The scribes and the Pharisees say, no, he is healing and, and casting out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. And Jesus confronts them and says, hey, a kingdom divided itself against itself can't stand. If I'm casting out demons uh, in the name of Beelzebul, uh, that, that, you know, and Satan is casting out Satan, the, the, the kingdom is not at hand. I mean, can't you just see a tree for its fruit? And good fruit comes from a good tree and bad fruit comes from a bad tree. Can't you just notice the fruit? You know, that, that's, that's what's in front of you. And, and so that's the background. That's what we're getting. Um, and, and where we go in here. So then, after he talks about the fruit, the scribes and the Pharisees say to him, we want to see a sign. As if they just didn't see a sign, right? As if they didn't just see one with a demoniac healed. But they're not willing to see what is right in front of them. That's the issue, right? They're not willing to see it. And, and that's where Jesus uses this example of Jonah. So I want to do a little bit of, of talking about Jonah today. And I'm sure many of you are like, oh, Jonah and the whale, and he, and he you know, spits up on, on Nineveh. And certainly, that is what Jesus is referencing here. So Jonah, uh, oftentimes people will put Jonah in prophetic literature in the Old Testament. Now remember, again, just given a little bit of history, the Jewish, the, the Old Testament that you and I call it, the Jewish scriptures, can be divided up into one of four uh, places that we, that we put it. Uh, the, the law or the Pentateuch, the first five books of scripture are the most holy for the Jewish people. Uh, that is Genesis, Exodus, uh, Leviticus, Numbers, and uh, Deuteronomy. Now, those five books, that's what's called the law, the Torah, the Pentateuch, okay? So that's one section of books for the Jewish people. Then you get to the historical books. Starts with like Joshua, when they take the promised land. And then it goes into Judges, and it talks about, you know, people like Samson and Deborah and Gideon, who were their, their leaders. They weren't kings. They were called judges who led them in the promised land. Then it gets into First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, and it talks about King Saul and King David and King Solomon. Those are all what's called the historical books, okay? Then you get into the prophetic literature, the prophets. The, the most notable about those being, of course, the three major prophets because they wrote long books. That's the only reason they call it that way. That's Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and then a lot of minor prophets like Habakkuk or, or Malachi or, uh, you know, um, oh gosh, there's, there's a bunch of them, Zechariah. Oh, there's like about 10 minor prophets. So that's the prophetic literature, Amos, you know, Hosea. They're all the ones that Jesus, or excuse me, God calls for a short period of time 
uh, or some for a longer period of time, to prophesy to either the northern kingdom of Israel or the southern kingdom of Judah, which leaves us one uh, area of literature, which is the wisdom literature. Wisdom literature came last because, again, it takes a while for wisdom to come to us. And, and, uh, and so it was with the Jewish people. This is Job where he's questioning, why is there evil in the world? This is Ecclesiastes when he's saying, um, there's a time for any, every season under heaven. And he's saying, what, what is the purpose of life? Vanity of vanity, all is vanities. Uh, but it's also, I would say, Jonah. That was a long way to get to where I was going. God love you. Uh, it's also, I would say, Jonah. Now, some people put him in the prophetic literature, but I'd say no, he's a wisdom literature because the, Jonah is more a parable, I think, rather than a historical person. And what Jonah is, is he's, God calls him to go to Nineveh. And Nineveh is the, the arch enemy of the Hebrew people. Uh, and, uh, and Jonah knows, Jonah knows God is calling them there because God wants them to be forgiven. He wants them to repent. And if they repent, they will be forgiven. And Jonah doesn't want that because he's, that they're the arch enemy. So he runs away. And of course, we know what happens. The, the boat starts shaking, the big storm. They throw Jonah overboard. And that's what Jesus is referencing here with three days and nights inside the belly of the whale, the big fish that, that comes. You know, and those are those times of exile when we feel lost, we feel away from home, when we're in the belly of the beast. But he's spit up over on the, the shores of Nineveh, and he goes through, and Nineveh's a big town, and he's, it's even on the first day, he's preaching you know, uh, what's going to happen uh, and, and inviting them to repentance, and they repent. It says from the king down to you know, all the, the, the livestock, everybody repents. And Jonah goes up on a hill to watch God destroy it. But God doesn't destroy it. And Jonah gets angry at God and says, this is why I ran away, because I knew you would forgive them. And I don't want them forgiven. little background to understand what Jesus is saying here is, that's why he's saying, listen, the people of Nineveh, they saw the writing on the wall. They saw what was in front of them. They looked at their actions. They looked at, they saw the signs of the times and they responded to it. But the people of Israel at Jesus' time are not seeing the signs of the time. At judgment, the men of Nineveh will rise with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. They saw what was in front of them. And there is something greater than Jonah here. I think, brothers and sisters, what this gospel invites us to, I think human beings, and I know this is true of me, I think it's part of the human condition, we have an ability to live in illusion. Not a, I, live in illusion. That, that we can make reality somehow and spin it to make it conform to what I believe rather than make, than have to change in order to conform to the reality of the world. The people of Nineveh 
didn't do that. They converted. They saw what was happening in reality, and they changed to it. But the people of Jerusalem are not. They're, they're saying to Jesus right after he made a sign, give us another one. Give us another one. Give us another one, right? They're going to keep doing it. They're, and there's a difference, right, between, between signs and faith. Jesus is inviting them to simply see the fruit of his tree. I've done that. Can you, can you just accept me for who I am and what I'm saying? But they can't do that. And so they're, again, using what the, the um, Pharisees did before. He's casting out demons uh, of, based on Beelzebul. That's the only thing. They're taking what is good and they're conforming it to their reality because Jesus can't be good. So I've got I've to twist it into my logic to make it make sense to my world because otherwise I have to change. Brothers and sisters, I don't say this in any judgmental way about humanity or about you or me specifically. I just think Jesus is naming a truth about who we are. And, and I think, my friends, if there, is there something about us today? Can we simply accept that that's who we are as human beings? We like to live in illusion. And um, if that's true, what are ways, what are signs that are right in front of us right now that invite us to someplace different? And can we be like the, the men and women of Nineveh who, to their great credit, saw it and, and chose the harder uh, path of changing instead of creating something and forming it in their image? Something for us to ponder today because I think that's what Jesus is inviting us to. Let's pray. Again, our God, our great God, uh, is, is right there with us today, my friends, and knows what we need. Oh, thank God for that. And I hope we know what we need, too. And I think it's good to, to search within us uh, and bring that before him. So when our God meets us in that place, we can thank him for that. Uh, so let's, let's search within and know what those things are we need, and let's bring them actively to him today. And let's begin our prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first sorrowful mystery, the agony in the, gar in the garden. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, thanks for being with me today and uh, breaking open God's word and, uh, and diving deeper into it with me. And I hope when this is posted, it is not an hour, but I hope it is more, you know, in the 17, 18 minute range. God's blessings to you. Have a wonderful Monday.